0: Yo, head up, think fast, you're about to feel the blast It's the dopest podcast on the net, oh yeah All us geeks, fresh your bet We round the world, we round the net So get ready and get set Cause we make it look easy, no sweat Jeff and Jordan, the host, yeah they be the best From the north to the south, to the east, to the west A couple movies, comics, TV shows, books These guys gonna get you hooked don't stop now, just take a look And don't forget to sign our Facebook Cause what they doing is board games, video games Yeah, they on it They fly like a comet Interviews, is up This podcast is pure Give voice to your inner geek, that's for sure Geek out any topic No one ain't gonna ever, ever stop it So if you wanna go and get it on Then head to allisgeeks.com Oh yeah
1: Welcome to episode 70 of All Us Geeks. I'm Jeff King. And I'm Jordan Steinhoff. And we're here to give voice to your inner geek. It, it feels like we should be a lot long, farther along. And we should. <laughs> we should be at least 72. <laughs> but at the same time, I didn't go back and recheck it, but if you count up everything we've done, we're in the hundreds. <laughs> We're at, we're, at, we're at least in a hundred something with all the content we put out since we don't number everything we put out.
2: <laughs> hey, we got into triple digits with our first <laughs> Walking Dead side That's podcast.
1: <clears throat>
2: Speaking of which, I
1: know John's asked for another one of those at some point—Walking Dead or a Game of Thrones one.
2: Eh, I'd rather do Game of Thrones because <laughs> this past season of Walking Dead didn't do a lot for me. <laughs>
1: Briefly, we I guess we could talk, yeah, we've been on hiatus for a little bit, schedules have not been kind to either of us, <laughs> and uh,
2: what's that normalcy yeah. no,
1: we're still not quite there yet, but we hopefully we'll get there, and of course, like um, I don't know about you, but we you know, in our hiatus or right leading up to our hiatus, we've kinda had the gambit of things happen from um. I think I got chewed out at one point for our rush review prices mm-hmm. saying that, uh, how dare we all the way to basically, uh, being told we won't last because we don't, we're, we we will not we refuse to charge
2: and only have a rush review price. I think all of that came from the same person who just vacillates a lot.
1: <laughs> no, not, not this. <laughs> I mean, it, it has come from both sides from that person. Uh, but this, this particular instance, it was two different people and it was, uh,
2: yeah. Well, you know, if we only last a year, I still think we're going to have a fun year.
1: Yeah. It's,
2: you know, we're just, we, we're just not built for it longevity. Damn the torpedoes in full speed ahead. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> Haters going to hate.
1: Uh, we've also been reminded multiple times that we're nobody's first choice.
2: Well, I, I don't <laughs> think that needed a reminder.
1: And yet we get it all the time. That's true.
2: That's true. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that... I'm tempted to start a couple threads on Facebook and Twitter. Who's your least favorite to see if, if we're just at least in the middle, if we're not in the top 10 and we're not in the bottom 10, are we just somewhere in the middle? And that's good.
1: Yeah. See, that's a dangerous game to play though. Cause then you just get the, the you start the petty side of start. Wow. <laughs> you, you put petty on we front. Air it. <laughs> it's like. Come on, let's dish some dirt. Who who really sucks? (laughs) Who really craps the bed when they do a podcast or reviews a game? So, yeah, we're nobody's first choice for a podcast, and we're nobody's first choice for a reviewer. Um, Or we just don't do those things. We we usually get one of those two answers. What? You do that? Thank
2: you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to more than the awesome rap intro. (laughs) Maybe that's it. Maybe it's time for me to change the intro screw
1: all you. i like our intro <laughs> <laughs> i've always liked our intro john finally i think i told you that already he might have even said it on one of the podcasts it's finally he said it's finally it's finally okay it's grown on him <laughs> he used to tell me how much he hated
2: it well let's not commit to anything you know any of the big descriptors like too early let's go with okay <laughs> we'll work our way up to pretty good <laughs> yeah maybe so yeah, I don't know. I think that about
1: covers our hiatus. I think that's. Can you think of anything else that we we had thrown at us while we were gone, or leading up to being gone?
2: Uh, I did kind of field some questions about whether we were both still actually alive, and whether <laughs> I we-
1: think it's pretty obvious I'm alive <laughs> at least in the the gaming slash podcasting <clears throat> space. If I don't, I, I if I'm recognized as a podcaster, it's not from here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That would be the Jeff King voiceover service.
1: Yeah, well, no, I was thinking more of the Game Crafter podcast, which has a good following. Uh, But, yeah, boy, I do quite a bit of voiceover now, too. I think I fielded a couple of questions about, are you really quitting? (laughs) Uh, Because I I did have my one – it wasn't a rant. I just kind of – it wasn't a rant. I just kind of said, yeah, you know, there are days I think – I look at our, and we've had a good run. We've had a good run, and maybe that should be it. (laughs) But clearly, we're here. (laughs) So. For one up. (laughs) At least for now, we're going to be uh, continuing on. Hey, Mike's joined us. How's it going, Mike? So for now, yeah, we're going to continue on until we decide not to. I uh, don't know what the overall future holds. I don't know uh, if we may make some changes. You never know. Jordan and I Let have to have rub my crystal balls
2: to see what the future holds. <laughs> nice.
1: Is is that what you call your hand, the future? <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> the future and the past.
1: So, yeah. We're here. We're going to continue on for now. So with that, should we review a game? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's not bad. I'd give it a 6. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, game review. We are going. Oh, well. First of all, I suppose I should do uh, who's sponsoring us. Well, I didn't want to
2: correct you or anything.
1: We do still have some Patreon supporters. They're dwindling, (laughs) like
2: us. (laughs) Which is (laughs) if you're not going to put out content, I'm not going to support you. Well,
1: to be honest, it was before that, so that was part of the (laughs) part of my. uh, disenfranchised or whatever, but but we do have people that are still supporting us, and we appreciate it. Uh, hi, Nikki. Nikki's on as well. All right. So, is it
2: both of them, or is he just hijacked two computers? Um, I'll have to let them
1: <laughs> answer that. Apparently, Mike says we're not going anywhere. We're not allowed.
2: Speaking. Oh, the guy, that the, already. drop the mic like it's hot over there. <laughs>
1: Alright, back to game review. Uh which Oh is- no, no.
2: Mike opened the can. Sure. You get almost human canceled. You cancel your own podcast. You start talking about an RPG podcast, but you won't step up. No no no. I even said I'd do the editing, but no. <laughs>
1: Hey, Mike says that uh, he's on the computer and Nikki's on the phone, so it is both of them.
2: All right, so game review. All right then. What are we reviewing today, Jeff? And who no, is bringing us yeah. that review?
1: <laughs> um, I really don't want to start the I don't want to start the podcast off this way as we come out of hiatus, but well, you know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen, and I dread it. But here it goes. Game Review is sponsored by Ryan C. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. (laughs) One of our Patreon supporters. Thank you, Ryan, for supporting us over on Patreon. Still? (laughs) (laughs) Against all reason. And uh, we we do appreciate it. All right, so for the game, we are going to review Bruin USA. Brewing, brewin. See, there's no G it is there. Not so got game be. about bears yeah. or hockey. Yes, this was already covered in our household at one point. That's B R E W I N, <laughs> Brewin' USA. A game about being ale entrepreneurs and <laughs> uh, trying to take over various reg- regions with the air, with the uh, different beers that you brew uh, versus what your competitors, i.e. the rest of the players, brew. Um, and trying to collect as many, you know, well, c- cities and regions as you can and take over the world with your beers. It's from Adam's, a- Adam's Apple Games. And this was a former Kickstarter. Uh, it was successful. And so what we're looking at is the final version after it went through Kickstarter and everything. So this should be available. Uh, out there, I don't know if it's in mass distribution, but uh, in the show notes, of course, I'll try to link to the website. I'm sure you can get it off of their website, if not somewhere else. But these are also native Minnesota uh, folks. So some indie designers here in Minnesota always love to work with people. This game was actually handed off to me at Protospiel, Minnesota, with uh, some hot dish. With some hot dish. And uh asked if we would take a look at it, and Jordan and I thought this would be a good way for us to come out of hiatus, uh, taking a look at this game, taking a look at a game that's not dependent on us getting it out right away <laughs> because there's a Kickstarter going, because as most people know, I'm behind on editing and working on that. Bruin USA! Like I said, you are uh, ale entrepreneurs, and your goal is to conquer the booming craft beer industry and become the best brewery in the nation. How you do that is you're going to have beer cards, which are your recipes for your beer, and then you're going to have ingredient cards, which you're collecting through the game. And as you can create your beer from the recipe, you can put it out and attach it to a city, and then you control that city. Until somebody else decides they want to come along and try to control it and take it take control away from you, which they call a brew fest, which makes you think of the movie. I kind of like to think of it as a beer battle. And in my mind, it starts off like sharks and jets and then goes to warriors. Well, see, that's what I was going with. <laughs> no, like, see, you come warriors in. Warriors,
2: come out for no, the no, no, IPA. No, no. Yeah, there you go.
1: That's even better than mine was. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it starts, you know, everybody gathers, sharks and jets style. <laughs> And then you get the yeah, beer makers come out and play. Can you, you dig it? it? Can you brew it? And then I'll Good help. Good luck, brewers.
2: Uh, okay, I think we mashed that. To T- death. TM all us geeks. Um- <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't don't do that because. It's the thir- 25th anniversary this year. Somebody <laughs> will hear this and get us sued.
1: <laughs> that is true. Uh, I scratched that last mark. Um, so, all right. So you, you collect ingredients. You have beer recipes. You have three uh, in front of you that you can make at any given time. You'll collect uh, ingredients as you go along. And the uh, cities that are out are on double-sided tiles, and depending on the number of players is how many tiles will be out. So kind of modular build for the cities that will be out. And then on those cities is kind of cool. It's got, um, there might be some victory points associated with it. There might be some actions you get if you control it. And then it's going to tell you what type of beers you're allowed to put on that city to gain control of it. And then there are some popular version so you might have you know more more types a lot of types that you can put out but there might only be one or two popular ones for that area so if you put a popular beer on that area to control it or in that city to control it if it has like a special ability or something you will get to activate that special ability and some of them like help you generate money some of them help you move money around or i guess at that point market interest uh, market demand
2: Portland was really, really good <laughs> in developing the beer industry in Billings, Montana.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so diff- different things like that. And then, like I said, if you want to try to take control from somebody, you can do a brew fest. That's kind of the the gist of the – at least the components that kind of come with it, right? I don't think I – The bottle I mean, caps. Well, the bottle caps, which are your money and um, – show you control and these are genuine bottle caps like
2: 100 individually wrapped bottle caps <laughs> <laughs> all right well. some some component company in China drove a dude crazy <laughs> with this game it's, you might think George's joking, <laughs> but the game is delivered
1: it like there's so there's a big bag of bottle caps and again these are these are real bottle caps. Uh, and then inside that bag, each one is individually bagged in like these really tiny mini bags. Um, and again, it's uh, you know, we guess it's for so that they don't get scuffed up in shipping and all that stuff. but it is all right, well, now we each need twenty bottle caps
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> And then you also get bottle uh colored bottle caps for your player color that you put out to show that you control a beer in a city and all that good stuff. Phases of the game. We always said we would do a quick rundown of phases, but maybe not go into huge amount of detail. And this game does have a very set phase phases that you can go through. So you'll do the ingredient auction, which is pretty much as it sounds. You're going to bid on ingredients to, to put in your hand. Brew beer, if you can. Uh, and then a brew fest. If you uh, brew a beer and try to take over a different area and then you have an accounting phase, which is basically you can either gain a little bit of money or spend some money to increase market demand in cities that you control. So with that, I think the only thing I'll talk about the auction a little bit, I think, because it's kind of cool in the fact that you're spending your bottle caps as money For your bidding, but then once all the money is collected in the the bidding area, the dealer for that round. So first player basically gets to take all those bottle caps that were spent to collect ingredients and they put them out on uncontrolled cities, uh, however they want as additional market demand. So it makes, uh, cities that aren't controlled yet more enticing. Uh, so I think that was kind was of cool. Portland. <laughs> Portland. We issue?
2: avoided Portland until the <laughs> last round of the game.
1: So yeah, I thought I thought that was kind of an interesting thing too. It's one of those you know, like we talked about when we were playing. It makes them a little more enticing. That market demand is there because that market demand is going to go into your end game scoring. End game scoring is basically each each location might be worth some points. Uh, so if it has a victory point total, you'll get that there. Some of them, one of the uh, active abilities, if you have a popular beer on it is to take however many bottle caps are on it and times two it or times three it. So double or triple points there for market demand, you'll get points for the bottle caps that are on it. And then you'll get five points for each beer you've created and you get points. So you get points for the city you control. So if the city you control is... The The points it's worth plus whatever bottle caps are on it. And then if you control a region, you get basically kind of like bonus points for all of the bottle caps of all of the cities, regardless if you own it or not. You get those as points. And then if you have any unspent bottle caps, you get those like one point per. And it's, you know, whoever has the most points wins kind of deal. All right. I think I covered that. Anything I missed? it's been a while it's,
0: been a, it's while. been a while
1: anything else you think i should cover about the phases or
2: no i think i covered
1: everything all right mike says he saw the pictures we posted of the bottle caps and thought it was pretty cool it is that was a great shot i love that shot nikki's asking about what our favorite beer is <laughs> you have a favorite beer i can't pronounce my favorite beer right now <laughs> I know cause it. Cause
2: you've been hitting it too hard today. Yes.
1: No, it's that, that German grapefruit beer. And I can't remember what it, mm. I, I,
2: uh, uh, you know, I'm going to go old school. I've been drinking Guinness since I was 18. I like it. And you, you can't have a favorite microbrew cause they're like in every neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just once or twice a year, we go to old mill and their microbrew selection has changed. I try something new, you know, and then yep. whenever we go somewhere, I'm going to check out something local. So. I usually like something, I,
1: I'm a, I'm a summer beer kind of guy. So that's why I like the grapefruit beer or I like something with citrus. So like at, at Gen Con, you know, in Indianapolis when we went out, uh, the, the growlers I always got was whatever their summer beer was. It's usually, if you put lemonade or grapefruit or something, <laughs> cause it just, it, it goes down so damn smooth and you're gone before you know it cause
2: you've been drinking up so damn
1: fast. So components, what did you think of the components sir?
2: for the most part? pretty good. The cardboard cards themselves, good quality. Graphic design on them is simple, but you don't need a lot. You know, uh, in in the coasters that are the uh, cities or the states, you know, it just gives you an outline of the state and puts your city in there. The cards for the ingredients, the art is very simple, but it just tells you what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, the bottle caps are, are pretty darn cool. I don't think I've seen a game... With that thematic appeal, I mean, Cash and Guns doesn't actually come with Cash and Guns, you know. It's (laughs) uh, so the bottle caps are cool. I just wonder if, you know, through repeated play, you know, how long those colored caps are gonna gonna stay colored. But componentry, I think it's pretty cool. The caps are cool, the cards are are good, the cardboard is good, and all the info that you need. No, that's not true. There are no reference cards. Yes. that I mean, So that's a strike.
1: Yeah. there. Uh, well, I mean, okay. There are reference cards. There just isn't a reference card for phase order. That is uh, correct. Which I think is a mistake. I was going to bring that up at some point, too. In fact, I was thinking about it after we talked. My big issue, or something that makes it even a bigger issue to me, is one side of the reference cards is very tiny, what each of the special ingredients do, mm-hmm. but every special ingredient has the wording on it. Yes. So that's unnecessary, and that that's, could have been your that's phase where the phases should have went. Yep.
2: But mm-hmm. other than that, and that's not a knock because if they had been, well, it is a knock, but it's not a big knock because if it had been there, it would still have been the same decent quality cardboard. Right. So componentry quality, uh, usefulness, good. Yeah, I I really like the components, and I'm with Jordan on the the
1: bottle cap thing is just really cool. It's very it's a it's a very nice kind of gives you that thematic feel when you're playing. The other thing we because we usually talk in, in, alternately, you feel like an alcoholic yes. with 30 beer bottle caps <laughs> so, in front of you. Somebody comes over, doesn't know you're playing a game. Holy shit, dude! It's <laughs> It's only two o'clock. Uh, and depending on, you know, if you have kids or not, somebody might call child services. You just never know. Oh, really? It's a board game. I'm just, but we ran out of money. <laughs> so I need to, I need to create some more bottle caps.
2: Um, no, uh, you so, know, that would be a good sub. Just, you know, for the players, you know, just collect your own. Yeah. Like
1: this, this is a great, uh, like, frat party game yeah (laughs) we have unlimited funds (laughs) you drink it you keep it
2: (laughs) man i'm 10 short (laughs) (laughs) i've been to those parties
1: so you know because you mentioned artwork and stuff and one of the things that i i do like and i know you commented on it while we were playing is that it's, it's recipes and stuff from actual breweries. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool as well to see that.
2: I was going to mention that in theme,
1: but okay. Uh, I mean, hey, go both. My
2: thunder. You may steal it. Yeah, I
1: will. Uh, All right. <laughs> you, you took my, uh, reference card thing. <laughs> so yeah, overall components really solid. Like Jordan said, I didn't even think of that honestly until you said it is that basically the city tiles are coasters. I don't know why that did. <laughs> they're double sided coasters. Uh, so again, extra replayability because it's a modular city building and they're double sided, so you can use either side, all that good stuff. Definitely good quality there. So, what did you think of the mechanics?
2: I like them. For the most part, this game flows very smoothly. I guess given. A choice, I would not like to play it at two players again, Yeah, because I would like to get the full effect of the bidding of the auctions. Mm-hmm. When one of us was down money, it was pretty easy to just go, oh, you only have two? Two. Right. <laughs> you know, you can still do that at multiple players, but the the full bidding would be nice. But, you know, we were playing alternate rules, which we don't often do, but it, it was there. And what we played, it, it worked and I enjoyed
1: yeah, I meant to mention that too. Yeah, we played the two-player variant, which is just some slight changes, and we played by the advanced rules, which the you know most games will tell you don't. And and this is no different. Don't play with the advanced rules until you've played three four times and 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 get the game. But um, we're smart gamers, and this wasn't. I didn't think it was SMRT that advanced. smart. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Smart. Uh, I didn't think they were too advanced for us. <laughs> so we played uh, played that but one of the things are um, they
2: lowering the bar or are we raising it
1: <laughs> but one of the things in the two-player game uh, for the variant is your bid is your bid yeah. e- even even knowing how many I have um your bid is your bid so you you bid once so you know if Jordan goes first and bids I only have one more option to, I only have my option to bid and that's to bid more and then Jordan doesn't get to retaliate in a two-player game. Versus a three plus player game, you know, you, you get that back and forth. I'm just trying to remember. So this goes two to five players. So yeah, so the three to five player game is going to be a, just a little bit different from that aspect where you do get that. Okay. I've been outbid. I get my option to jump back in or pass. And like most bidding games, if you pass, then you're out for the rest of that bidding. But yeah. So other than that, I think the mechanics, I, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. I think the mechanics worked really well, even without the extra reference card or on the back, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, it worked out pretty well. I mean, it was easy to follow. Once we got started, you know, the the whole system flowed well. Um, I did like the special ingredients. Yes. Because without the special ingredients, this is pretty much just a collect my bid and collect my cards kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are, you know, you have your base recipe, which is going to be like hops, water, yeast, wheat, wheat. And then they have some special ingredients for citrus, pumpkin, berry, a bourbon barrel or coffee that you can add to any recipe you want. And if you add one of you those, you can make
2: some disgusting <laughs> ass beer in this game and
1: we did (laughs) but if you put a special ingredient in your beer there's an action that goes along with it so um you can do different things like jordan kept stealing money
2: from me coffee you like (laughs) coffee you pay the price
1: you can add to market demand on a city um you can get extra ingredient cards i mean there's all kinds of these little so that was it the berry that let you move the coins around uh, switch to, yeah. yeah, that was the berry. Oh. Dick move, Dick move. Um, <laughs> no, that was an awesome move. Dick move. And I, I purposely left that till the end of the game. That was awesome. <laughs> but just, just that little added piece, cause it's not a huge part of the game overall. I mean, you know, there's a certain amount of it mixed in with your normal ingredients, but just that
2: little added, here's an ability I might be able to do. It certainly makes the game more enjoyable right um uh, it it elevates the game from just basic set collecting to to also uh well <laughs> it, there's no dick move here but just more than just a basic set collecting
1: right i mean and and you're absolutely right i mean at, at the co- at the core of this game is a set collection game without this that is what it is <laughs> i mean it's there's there's really no other than trying to take control. It's area control and set collection. Mm-hmm. So other than trying to take control of a of an area of a city and trying to control the region, there is nothing more to this game. You know. Well, okay. So we got. <laughs> Other than those
2: two core mechanics, <laughs> except for bidding, so three. <laughs> other, other than those, but other than those, <laughs> <laughs> no, other I mean, than those uh, seven core mechanics, this very right. complex game but is actually quite simple.
1: Bidding, pretty straightforward. Yeah, uh, the set collection piece, pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. The area control, pretty straightforward. Uh, so all of that is is pretty much what you'd expect in those things. Uh, I mean, I think the those three things are boiled down to its. Base of a mechanic in this game, that's very again almost like you can make this. I'd almost consider this a gateway game Mm because I mean there's a there's a lot of different mechanics, but they're all boiled down to like their base that is very simple. So to just add that little extra twist piece in is nice as well because it doesn't it doesn't overdo it. It doesn't it doesn't kind of feel like oh here's one more thing I got to try to remember you know and 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 for when that piece comes into play. It's right on the card. Yep. So you know it in your hand. Like, oh, this is exactly what this does. It isn't like, okay, what did the barrel do when the thing and the then you get I, to page ah, 32 of I'm the appendix. I'm too drunk for this. <laughs> Although that can still happen, but it doesn't matter what the game is. That that can happen. Okay, you never out of money. <laughs> All right, know. so okay. Uh rules. The one thing, well, I had two things about the rules. We kind of covered one. Uh, which was there's a lot of a space on the back of the rules where the back cover could have been referenced as well, that, which I always enjoy when games do that. Um, put the put the phase reference on the back. The other one was there was a little bit of a gotcha in the brew fest. Yes, for the winner of the brew fest, um, and I don't know if it's just because maybe they made a change to the rules from one version to the next, and it's just kind of stuck in there, but. The winner, they present the wording of the winner as in a combination of these things. And there's two choices. And then they have a a, basically a flow chart kind of diagram where it shows it's or. So you either do this or you do that. But the wording in the text makes it sound like you can combine them and mix and match them. And you really can't. Not huge. Easy to figure out. I mean, unless you got somebody that really wants to argue no up here it says this rules no, as here. written buddy right fairly easy to figure out but just a little gotcha something that you know if, if they get another version or something they could clean up that rule book a little bit
2: just flowchart as drawn <laughs> trump rules as written
1: true maybe I'm wrong there you go <laughs> maybe it is combination <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I mean what did overall what do you think of the rules
2: Yeah, in terms of a book, it's a small book. Everything you need is in there except the turn order.
1: Well, turn order is in there. Well, but it's in there. It's not. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Except a quick reference for the turn order. (laughs) And then, uh, implementation, uh, again, very, very precise, uh, concise book and very easy rules to implement.
1: Yeah. I got to say, I mean, I always, I always enjoy or, or it's, it's, it's good for a game and for us when we review it. If while you and I are playing, whatever questions we have doesn't take us far out of the game. Yep. And I think that happened here quite a bit. I mean, if we had a question, we 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 were easy. It was easy to find. We found it. We continued on with the game. It didn't drag the game. It didn't slow down the game. It didn't add an infinite amount of time to the game that didn't need to be. So, in that aspect, the rule book functions very well teachability what'd you think sir
2: i don't think you had the book open when you taught me because <laughs> the three main compo- no the four main no mm, the basic actions <laughs> the variable <laughs> mechanics are very easy to understand you do the draft or the auction i should say you brew and you brew fest if needed so, teachability I would say is very high whether it's a new gamer, a young gamer or an experienced gamer.
1: Yeah, I thought it was yeah, it was definitely easy to teach. The only thing I really you're right. The only thing I really needed the rule book for was the little setup matrix by number of players. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much money do we get? How many cards go into the the regions? You know, that kind of thing. But beyond that, it was pretty straightforward. And then, like we said, just, okay, how about this question? Well, let me verify that. Yep, you know, that kind of thing. So, very, yeah, very simple to kind of get up and running and teach and play right away. Again, another reason why I would be comfortable considering this kind of in the gateway game realm because you can sit down with people and you can get them playing in five minutes or less and know what's going on. And anytime you can do that, you know, anytime you start dragging past that five minutes is when the more minutes tick off, the less you can kind of consider this a gateway game because uh, attention spans are going to go away until you get to the hardcore gamers that are like ready to, you know, okay, well, what happens if you do this before you even <laughs> you've even started the
2: game? So the game is Brewing USA. Okay, so what happens if? <laughs> right? <laughs> can I explain the first rule? No, just tell me how I'm going to have that happen. <laughs>
1: Alright, so replayability. What do you think about the replayability potential for this uh for Bruin USA? I have not see Chris is not here
2: to mentally make me remember that I'm supposed to say the name. <laughs> see, I'm not sure on this one. There's a lot of cards, a lot of cities, a lot of beers. You throw all that together, there is a high potential for replayability. Mm-hmm. But While this is not a bad game, I look at this and I go, the initial novelty of the caps is going to wear off. And the extra ingredients, the bourbon barrels, the fruits, the coffees, the pumpkins, they add an extra layer to the game, but I don't know if they add longevity to the game. Mm -hmm. I can see this being appealing to... Probably a great number of people because it is simple. It is easily, uh, it's a theme that everybody can grasp. Even Mm -hmm. if it's, even if you're not a big beer drinker, it's the microbrews, the craft brewing has just become, you know, the forefront. Like everywhere you go, somebody is doing something regional, regional, you know, so it's something that it's like trains kind of everybody knows beer, even if they don't drink beer. So it's a concept that's easy to grasp and it's got three core mechanics that are very popular. Uh, so I can see this being, uh, very replayable for a certain amount of people, but not for me. I look at it and I go, this is not a game I want to own, but if we're at one of your game days or it's game or just a random game night somewhere and somebody wants to bust this out, I won't say no, but it's never going to be the game that I say, this is the first game or this is what I want to finish the night with. That's, that's not the game that this is for me.
1: Okay. I could see that. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I think I'm at where I'm at with it is I, I'm with you from something you said earlier, seeing it with more people. Mm-hmm. Like, I think even if we could, cause I know we tried to ask Megan if she wanted to sit in, but she had some stuff to do and she wasn't feeling up to it.
2: Yeah, sure. Thanks, Megan.
1: <laughs> so, Way to spoil the review! Uh, <laughs> but I want a nap. If we could get some more people, I, I kind of want to see it play out in more than a two-player game. Um, that said, there, like you said, there are elements in here and that'll that have replayability purpose. So the way the cities and the regions get set out. Uh, varying number of players. There's going to be more or less cities, and then you have the different cities, and then depending on how they hit the table, like the um, locations that draw market demand to them will be in different spots. So that'll change different uh, ways and stuff like that. And even then, depending on who you're playing and 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 what they or how they want to play and how they want to try to control cities. Uh, I think there's there's the potential for replayability in there for sure. I I'm with you on after a while, and I don't know how many plays that would be, but I mean you you know you've got your recipes, you've got your your additional ingredients that give you some abilities. I'm not how I'm not sure how long that would take to wear off, and I I could see if they wanted to come along. Hey, Chris.
2: Speak of the devil, Roger. (laughs)
1: Uh, If they wanted to come along with even like a mini expansion pack and and expand that out, I think that would refresh it at some point. So I I see the replayability potential. I just want to play with a few more people to see if I think it will hold up. So I'm on the fence on that one myself. All right, so the theme for Bruin USA... What did you think of the theme for this one?
2: This theme is very strong. It comes in a nice looking, you know, 22 ounce kind of deluxe bottle holder <laughs> kind of a box. It says 79 USA breweries and real bottle caps, and it does have real unused bottle caps. And all the breweries at the time of publishing, I suppose, (laughs) still existed. I didn't research every one of them off all the cards. But some of them, as we were playing, I did just because the beers themselves sounded cool. Mm -hmm. So they're using real beer from real breweries. The geography, as we saw it, is mostly accurate. Don't know how Portland is just funneling all that money into Montana, but we'll go with it. Well, that was just the board setup. I know, I know. <laughs> it's uh thematically I think it's quite strong. Uh the only thing that is really missing is um you know, some little oh that would be a good. That would have been a good goal cool component expansion. A little mini snifter for tasting. You know, when you do the brewery tours, that's more of a wine thing. But no, thematically, I think it's very strong. Everything about this does scream beer and microbrewing, craft brewing, craft brewing.
1: Yeah, I I agree. It's it's very strong. And the the funny thing is, like you said earlier, when you were talking about components. The artwork is pretty minimalistic. You know, there's, there's not a lot to the art. So you're not getting a huge theme pull in necessarily from the art, but it's, it's there. I mean, you're, Got a picture of a beer and and you got its name and all that stuff and
2: then like you said the the cities are the cities. The one detail uh, that I did like is they change up the glasses. Yes. That's what makes the special beer special. The type of beer you've got your lager glass, you've got your pilsner glass. All each of your beer has a different type of glass in the art and both on the cards. And I think that's that's a, a naff detail.
1: Yep. Although some of it's hard to read on some well, of the yeah. cities if it's not popular beer because the, the or you're in florida <laughs> or you're in florida because the one thing is the different types of beer are color-coded so you've got the glass symbol uh, and then the color symbol uh, but then on the cities the ones that aren't popular but can be played in that city are just the glass silhouette where the ones that are popular are the glass silhouette plus the color so some of those were a little hard to read at times, depending on the the, the background and stuff, because it's a very light. I mean, it's just basically like black outline for the most part of of the glass. But like you said, I mean, I agree. It's it's nice because they had the different styles of beer and then ways to distinguish them from each other and all stuff. So the theme they is is really good. Again, it's there's not a huge, not necessarily a huge draw from the artwork. But overall, with what they did with the artwork and what you have to play and then the fact that you have the actual real bottle caps to use not only as your money but as your player pieces and market demand and how everything gets used, I think they did a really good job. Um, I think the other thing I wanted to mention, because I know when you and I talked about it I, or when we were going to play it, I mentioned it. I haven't mentioned it here. This is not one of, you know, so there's the, the bidding. There's, there's all this bidding to get your ingredients. So you're putting out a fair amount of cash flow depending on how many ingredients you want to get. But this is not a fast money game. Like you're not going to make back a ton of money. You're not going to like, I'm investing in this, in these ingredients because I'm going to get my money back tenfold. There's very few options actually for you to get money back so your startup money for a craft brewery has to be used very intelligently and not just all wiped out on the first turn and i like that as well
2: yeah we started off with 20 but i don't think i made back 20 over the course of the game
1: (laughs) you know i don't i know i did (laughs) So, yeah, so I like that piece as well. So, yes, the theme and all that stuff works very well. Fun factor slash overall for Bruin USA. What do you think?
2: Um, This is an enjoyable game. I think for me this is a game that is going to be dependent on who's at the table. And if I like shooting the shit with the people at the table, this is a game that will be fun. Uh, This is a game where if if there's that one dude in your group or that one chick in your group, (laughs) You know whatever that is in your group, if if there's you know you're you're trying to get to max players and you have a choice between you know A and B and B does something you dislike on a regular basis, don't get B because you want <laughs> you want a good group that's going to get together and, and 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 be social with this game. This is very social as it's, it should be for a drinking game. Well, it's not a, it's a, a not game about a, it's beer. not a drinking it's game. Not a, Well, <laughs>
1: there are no drinking rules in this game
2: yet. <laughs> <laughs> a, a game about beer. It should be a social game. Uh, so everybody should be comfortable. So overall, I think with the rice group, the rice group, the right <laughs> group of people, this is, this is a fun game. The, this is not going to be the game where you two weeks later are like, Oh, remember when I got that wheat and you didn't? That's <laughs> not going to happen, but it's still, uh, it's an enjoyable game. If I was going to give this a number, this is definitely somewhere between, Solid six and, and and a solid seven. I'm not saying six point five, but it's it's better than a it's better than average. It's something that I though I don't want to own. Like I said, I would enjoy playing on a semi regular basis. Bust this out, you know, a couple times, uh, two, three, four times a year. You know, once a quarter. This is an enjoyable game for me.
1: Yeah, I um.
2: I do like it and, and, maybe, and I understand that by putting my caveat in. <laughs> I'm probably never going to be that fifth player. <laughs> well,
1: I, I, uh, I maybe, maybe enjoyed it a little bit more than you just fr- again, from the aspect of thinking of the casual gamer, the gateway game and the teachability thing. Um, again, this is one of those games like I could take up to con of the north and teach this all day long. People will get it people have fun mm-hmm. people can come in forget and then walk away to go play whatever you know whatever their next schedule is that kind of thing so it to me um it's is it's good in that aspect um i do agree with you on the social thing and i've been in those games where uh cyrus and i have been in those games don't put cyrus and i together in a game if you don't <laughs> if if you if you want somebody say social. just don't put cyrus in the game <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> But so so Cyrus and I have sat in games where we were playing to be social, and everybody else was playing hardcore, and I think we got yelled at more than once. (laughs) And so this is not the game necessarily for being hardcore. Now again, it's got those elements. I mean, you got the bidding, so you can you know bid. It's got area control, um, so you can you know, and and you, you talk about, um. You know, not having that. Remember when I didn't get that weed or any of that thing? But weed? Weed. Oh, no, no. You said weed. <laughs> I said wheat. Dude, that's, um said weed, That's
2: a different fest. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the
1: next game we're going to review. Um, but
2: we got to go to Colorado to do it. Though. <laughs>
1: but you got to, you got to, you know, admit a little bit that we did have. I mean, we had the city that we fought over the entire game. So we had that. Like, yeah. We, we, there was a constant brew fest going on in, in a single sense. Like, no, it's my turn. No, it's my turn. Uh, no, no, it well, was always your turn. I know. Yeah. I, I, I was trying to give, you, like, give you a little, <laughs> I was setting up the audio drama Theater of the Mind, and I was giving you a bigger role than you had, but no. you had
2: to go and screw it up. I'm going to try to get into that market again. <laughs> they didn't like you the first two times. What thinks, <laughs> yeah. what makes you think they're going to like you in the third? Your beer
1: sucks. <laughs> um, but so we have. I mean, I, I thinking of that game, I think of that, mm-hmm. I, I do have that. Yeah. We fought over that city constantly. And the other thing that, that you do get out of this game, at least we did. And again, this is going to be where it wears off, you know, and when that happens for you, but actually talking about building the recipes, I think was kind of fun. It was like, well, I'm putting a shit ton of yeast in this thing. I don't know who wants to drink it, but maybe if I throw some pumpkin on top of it, <laughs>
2: yeah because there's no change so if you only need two yeast but your only yeast card is five you're you're making some pancake beer (laughs) so so there are elements
1: memorable elements to the this Mm -hmm. game so um fun factor i had a lot of fun with it i still want to play it with more players to see how well it holds up i think it will hold up pretty decently. I think this is a good casual gateway gamer
2: game. I think it will improve. I mean, yeah. at two players, it was not bad. Right. I just think it is better with more than two. But I do agree that, I mean, this isn't going to
1: be, this is not in my, God, I hate doing stuff like this, but it's not like in my, the, the top 10 games that come to mind if people want to start a night or whatever. But again, it is pretty high up there for me for something like, I'm teaching games all day. Mm-hmm. I need a tub of games that is easy and quick to kind of teach people like at Con of the North. Um, and this fits in really well there. So that's kind of my overall, I guess. <laughs> all right. So there you go. That's what we think of brewing or brewin, no G USA from Adam Adams, Apple games. And, again, this was previous Kickstarter. It was successful, and this is the final copy. It should be available out there. And we will put in the show notes the website, because uh, I'm not sure if it's available in wide distribution, but you should
2: be able to get it off of the website. And who was our Patreon for this section? Nope. <laughs> nope. You had your chance, Crest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so – um. Looks like we've got just over six minutes left on the clock. We should probably reset and continue on. Sure. What We're Watching, sponsored by Torin. Thank you very much, Torin, for sponsoring us over on Patreon and allowing us to continue to talk about the things that we veg out in front of the TV about. Actually, these days, for me, it's more my tablet. (laughs) <laughs> but some of this I did on the TV. All right, you want to go? Oh, and just a reminder, so, uh, maybe for us as well. I don't know, <laughs> but we did switch to uh, the watching, reading, and playing sections. Uh, we each only get to talk about five things, so we have
2: Yes, to- but I have five things in one bullet point because they're all on CW.
1: <laughs> nice. That I think you should not be cheating.
2: <laughs> Rules as written. You so didn't good. say there was a limit on stations.
1: All right. What do you got?
2: All right. What I am watching, the usual DC shows on <laughs> CW, yeah. so Arrow, Flash, and the Legends of Tomorrow.
1: Which I'm still... Legends is on the bubble
2: with me at times. This last step. Did you see the last step with the giant <laughs> I, Adam bot?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, I, you know, the biggest thing I kept telling Megan was this episode is why... We didn't get, uh, Firestorm most of the season.
2: Cause they, that's right. Cause they kept them shot their for wad this. on the atom bot. <laughs> and I was like,
1: is this season, this isn't even season finale.
2: No, I, cause I was no, like, this was just <laughs> crap filler app with daughter. Like mm-hmm. this was a horrible app. That was just bad all the way around. <laughs> One other CW show, we watched the first step of contagion, their outbreak type show. It was good enough that we are going to watch the next app when I'm off nights. Game of Thrones is back. Mm-hmm. Watched Two. both eps of that. Yeah, as I mentioned, I had to switch over to nights. So <laughs> last night or my, Sunday night was my I got to do something to stay up, and I watched <laughs> the entire first season of Ballers on HBO. I still have not watched. It's just football entourage. Yeah, it's it's. That's what it is. But I mean, I like The Rock and Cordry is doing a heck of a job. So it's, uh, just like an entourage, they got real athletes on there every now and then and real sports related personalities, but it's, it's cool. I, it's funny. I laugh. Uh, sometimes I feel a little dirty about laughing. Um, (laughs) and, uh, uh, FYI, if you haven't watched it yet and you do, make sure your wife is keen on strip clubs. Or you don't have your kids in the room. Just throwing, it. it's HPL. Just throwing it out there. Shouldn't need to be said, but, you know, trying to be the responsible person here. <laughs> ah. What the hell? All right. We go on hiatus and this is how you come back. <laughs> I don't and, like it. And on the anime side, I watched Overlord, which, uh, is another take on the, uh, guy stuck in the full immersion well, VR game. It's, uh, it starts off like, those sad people from Star Wars Galaxies back in the day when Sony finally pulled the plug on that and they were just <laughs> staying online until their server got deconned and uh, his server gets disconnected. But his game doesn't, which it turns out was really bad because uh, his character was a lich. So he's now <laughs> surviving in in this new game world uh, as undead. It was enjoyable. Uh, first season was good, good basis for what's going to come next. I'm not sure if this was a, I think this was a, uh, spring show. So I don't think we're going to see in another season until, um, next year. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever that gets back, I'll be watching it. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's my watching list.
1: All right. I've got Empire started back up. So we're watching that and still enjoying that game of thrones. Like you said, that started back up. So we're watching that. And then from there, I just kind of pick some stuff. I power watched through Deadbeat. Did you ever watch that? On it's a Hulu original show. I saw an ad for it and I thought it was a new show. And then I went to go watch it and it's actually got three seasons. Okay. So I power watched all three seasons. And it's about basically like this loser kind of stoner guy that can talk to the dead. Okay. Um, and so you know he sees he sees dead people. Um, and he helps them with whatever their unfinished business is on, on earth so they can, you know, move on. It was, it had its moments. It's a pretty decent show. I watched, like I said, I at least watched all three seasons of it. And again, that's a Hulu original. Like I said, I saw this ad and I'm like, Oh, okay. I'll go to Cause it, it had, um, they kept showing, was it Cal Penn? I don't uh, know. I haven't seen the show. No, I know, but the, you know who Cal Penn is. No. Right. Like Harold and Kumar and, oh okay, you know, so they kept showing him in the, in the thing I kept seeing. So I went and I was like, Oh, a new show. And it's got Cal Penn in it. So I went over to watch it. He's not in the first two seasons. <laughs> He's in the third season, but even like while showing, you know, like in between episodes where they kind of do the whatever the show, the look of the show, it's always like him and the, the main guy in Cal Penn. And I'm like, when the hell is Calpat coming in? Anyway, it, it was pretty decent. I, I didn't mind that. And then I finally power watched Constantine, Constantine, hmm. Constantine. I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people say that show shouldn't have got canceled and, and I enjoyed it, but I wasn't over the moon with it either.
2: I want a second season just cause it had a really good cliffhanger. Yeah. As a show, if it hadn't had a cliffhanger ending <laughs> and it had just been you know what it was, and then right. it was done for the season, I would have been like uh, it was a good experiment
1: yeah I mean it was very I was very neutral through most of it it had moments it had decent moments in it, but it, nothing ever really kind of picked up but you're right the end the ending was okay, now let's see what happens and you're not not going to <laughs> and then I hey, couldn't think of what else to put on the list so. I remember that Megan and I did power watch the second season of Z Nation a while back. So, which they did. Okay. And this is not, a, I don't know if this is really a spoiler because Z, the second season of Z Nation has been out forever because it's on, it's on Netflix now, which is where we watched it. So it's had its normal run, but remember the, what was the worst part of the first season? Oh, I don't know. I didn't make it through the first app. I didn't watch. Yes, that. but you saw the wor- one of the worst oh, parts. Zombie baby. Zombie baby. Yeah. So they brought back a zombie baby, but even that they didn't keep it around that long. <laughs> They're like, "Let's try this again." No, it's still a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Although I believe in season three, it looks like uh, we're gonna see zombie baby growing up. Oh, awesome. <laughs> All right, so that's what I was watching. Let's see comments from the peanut gallery. Chris says he watched uh, Attack on Titan. He watched the entire season of Attack on Titan, and oh, my God, it was good. I still have not seen it. It's sitting upstairs to watch. Cabinary of the Iron Fortress? Is that how that's? Cabinary? I don't know. Mike says he's watching that. Or he really wants to watch the new series from the same people. Okay. But he's been on a Godzilla kick lately. Just, uh, versus Space Godzilla, versus Destroya, and watching versus Megas-
2: Megagarius. <laughs> yeah, Foley was a podcast Gotta- that did monster movies. Yeah. There it sounds was- like it would be interesting to talk about
1: podcast for monster movies that does sound like a good idea too bad i'm kind of busy i can't do something like that yeah me neither and to go with your ballers uh disclaimer oh, ballers okay your ballers disclaimer Nikki wants you to know that she's down with the strip clubs well mike and her went to a strip club for their birthday and their and their anniversary all right <laughs> and mike's calling us a smart ass Smart ass that knows that there's a certain podcast uh segment out there that's not getting satisfied
2: anymore. So I gotta ask, was there touching in the champagne room?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. What we're reading slash listening to.
2: Brought to us by
1: Sheppy. Thank you very much, Sheppy, for sponsoring us over on Patreon and for, uh, allowing us to continue to talk about what we read and listen to, even though I don't get to read or listen to very much these days. I actually get a road trip with Sheppy here soon mm-hmm. in, uh, this summer to July.
2: So we know what you'll have on
1: your listening list. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He just wouldn't shut up. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do, uh, Proto- Protospiel, Michigan again. Myself and Matt Warden and Sheppy are. Right now, are the three confirmed in the vehicle?
2: <laughs> and how many seats are left open? At least two.
1: I think we had at least two other people with us last time. One or two. All right, you want to? You,
2: know, <clears throat> you going to be able to finish that, or are you just going to choke to death on your water?
1: No, i just, I'm just, I was going to say, do you want to go? Or you want me to go? But then i was just thinking, because really, I mean, I can go because all I can say is I've been doing voiceover scripts. That's pretty <laughs> much my entire
2: reading. <laughs> well, I have things that are not work related. An actual book on Kindle, so maybe not a book. But he might tell me about this new, well, it's new to me series of books by Benedict Jacca about the character Alex Varys. It's, Uh urban majory, just kind of like uh, Dresden, only in England. First book is called Faded. I'm twenty three percent into it, and uh, it's not bad. It's uh, It's nothing earth-shattering, but it's enjoyable. He's putting together a world. Uh, I think there's four books. I don't know if it just stopped at four or if there's more coming. I haven't investigated that far. I want to see if this finishes good enough to investigate that far. And since I now have a 90-minute commute every day, audiobook listening has gone up even more... Or podcasts, but I'm not going to list all the podcasts that I've been listening to.
1: Welcome to my world.
2: Finished Providence of Fire by Brian Staveley, uh, second book in a series. First book, The Emperor's Blade, it was very good. Enjoyed it a lot. Providence of Fire. Uh, everybody apparently got a head injury and got stupid. <laughs> I finished it. I will eventually get to the third book, but this book did not do a lot to encourage me to get there. And currently, I'm reading. Uh, also listening to Dragon Factory. By John Mayberry or Mabberry, not quite sure how to pronounce that. The Joe Ledger book talked about last year. This is the second book in his series of stories and also a game that is on pre order hell right now. He, cause Maberry got together with, I forget who, and he made, they made V Wars, which is a game set in his world of uh, ridiculously evil scientists. <laughs> That's what I got on the reading slash listening.
1: All right. I did add some podcasts, but they're not geek related.
2: Well, I mean, I've been listening to, uh, a Shadowrun live play, a Pathfinder okay. live yeah, play, a D and D live play.
1: Mine have all been like, um, like Side Hustle Nation and the Lance Tomashiro show. And you hey, know,
2: know, know what? I'm going to throw it out here just cause <laughs> Dungeons and Disorders. It's a fifth ed live play. They are well when it started there they were new to fifth ed it's 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 not at all serious it's but it's enjoyable it's good comedy and they mean it to be good comedy luckily but it's an enjoyable cast if you if you want to dabble in fifth ed without actually making the commitment to making your own character
1: yeah all right yeah i've got i mean again i've uh my reading is mostly script related i got um the next episode of the Transformers uh, audio drama I'm going to be a part of, and I got way too many lines, uh, so I got to work on I that. can't
2: get enough VO work. I got too many lines, bitches. <laughs> well, okay,
1: let, let, let's put this in context. The audio drama is a passion project that I do for free, so... The more time they take out of then, my booth time. then be passionate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ooh.
2: On the subject of audio dramas. Yeah. We're live lockdown. Oh, that's right. I have not listened yet. Well, there's only two apps up. Yeah, I haven't listened yet.
1: Still doesn't could be five. I still wouldn't have listened yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't um, matter. There's... Oh, there's seven apps that I have <laughs> oh, listened. Oh yeah. Oh no,
1: no, no, yeah. yeah I I got those. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the other. Uh no, and, and so I did um on the paid side, I did a I did somebody's Kickstarter video here recently. Um, it hasn't launched yet. It's outside of gaming. It's like a blanket or something. <laughs> but I did their Kickstarter video for them, their voiceover. And then I'm doing... Um, actually, tonight I'm going to finish up some guy over in the UK. I'm doing the voiceover for his university film project. So I get to do that tonight. All right. Nikki says she's asked Mike to do a podcast with her. Oh. And it hasn't happened.
2: Wow. Wow, Mike. How wow. could you turn down your way? I'll do a podcast with you, Nikki, if <laughs> there Mike you go. doesn't want to.
1: <clears throat> and she says, yes, there is touching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. What we're playing. Nothing. Matt Warden. Hey, that's right. My other road trip buddy is, uh, sponsoring this section. Uh, so thank you for contributing and sponsoring us over on Patreon, Matt. Uh, I will, I will thank you in person later.
2: <laughs> Good thing this isn't episode 69.
1: <laughs> yeah, we already did that. You had your time. You had your time to... I bring it all around. I bring it all around. <laughs> all right. So you want me to go or you want to go? You go. Okay. Megan and I played Starving Artists the other night.
2: And uh, was she as enthusiastic as she seemed?
1: <laughs> yeah. She. We had a lot of fun with it. Good. It was a good game. That video, hopefully, will be out Wednesday or Thursday because we did... A, it's an initial impressions video... Uh, But yeah, we had a lot of fun with it. And actually, I think even in the video, she said, I can't wait to play it again because I think I understand why some of the things that I didn't do right or whatever. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. And that was actually, I think, my only actual tabletop other than you and I playing brewing you USA. I haven't really had time to play much and we haven't seen each other in a while. I mean, you know, tonight us recording is pretty close to the, you know, us seeing each other since we recorded last time, other than us getting together to actually play the game to review. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we've been on hiatus from each other as well. <laughs> unfortunately.
2: But the big spoon and the little spoon <sighs> are back together.
1: I know. It's been it's been a rough, rough time for me. You know, Jordan's been gone. Megan's been injured. I, just, I don't know what to do with myself anymore. Far Cry Primal. I've been playing Far Cry Primal. No, so no surprise. I enjoy it. I like it. I mean, I've said, you know, for the other Far Cry's that are, that's a fun series for me. It's also a nice little like, you know, because it's got it's, you know, that whole big sandboxy style world and all the side missions and stuff. So it's always something that I can do real quick and just jump off or something like that. So I play. I've been playing that off and on. Patchwork, the digital version of Patchwork that everybody was going nuts about forever. Um, which I didn't understand. And then I played it and I was like, Oh my God, I'm just having a lot of fun with this game. And then I got Megan hooked on it. And then so Megan and I play off and on all the time. I think she stopped sending me requests though. I think, I think she's grown beyond me or something. Even though I got the first perfect game. I have my other patchwork friends now. <laughs> Jeff, I don't need you. No exactly. No. Even though I got the first perfect game.
2: <laughs> uh, productivity at the office has <laughs> dropped, but
1: I don't take my tablet to work. No, her office. Oh, she doesn't, I think she takes her, tab- she doesn't take her tablet either. So yeah, Patchwork, that's, that's a lot of fun. And actually that, that one, it's, uh, at least on the Android side is kind of hard to find because there's so many things named Patchwork. So it's like Patchwork the game or something like that. But that is a, a really solid two player game, especially if you enjoy because it's got that like Tetris element feel. Have you played Patchwork at mm-hmm. all? Okay. It's, it's pretty, pretty solid little two player game. It is. Then, of course, Jordan and I have lost much time and battery life to Pathfinder Adventures. Oh my God. The digital version TV of Pathfinder battery. Adventure card game. In fact, I almost wanted to play it before you got over here, but then I thought maybe I wouldn't be able to use my tablet down here. <laughs> Cause I don't know, I get maybe four games off my battery. <laughs> I usually watch, you know, like end of the night, winding down, I usually watch something on my tablet before I go to bed. That has been replaced for a while now with Pathfinder Adventures. My uh, What I'm watching might fall off a little bit, too, although Megan and I still watch stuff together. But uh, even there, I'll probably be playing Pathfinder Adventures while we're watching something. So that's, that's what I've been playing.
2: Uh, all my playing has been Pathfinder-related. <laughs> I've gotten no other games in other than the Adventure Card game, the RPG, and now the digital card game. Awesome. It really it's, it's is. It's got some quirkies. It's, uh... Parts.
1: The dice rolling sometimes locks up on me and won't
2: roll right away. I haven't had a dice rolling problem, but I've had problems moving... Cards? No, to, from location. Oh, from
1: location. I haven't... I don't think I've had that problem. I've had um the dice... I mean, it's not like a full lockup. It's just like, come on, this is... Yeah. Rec- recognize my damn... Finger swiping across. The
2: I have double tapped my location. Send me there. The
1: other one that I get, and I don't know if you get it, is um, if you got to pull something out of your discard pile. If I the first time I touch it, like touch a card, and then I pull my finger off, if I didn't, it, it like vanishes, but it's still there, like the image goes away. But if I put my finger and start sliding it, it, it appears again. But if I, but then if I take my finger off and it goes back into the discard pile, it vanishes again. Hmm. So those are the two big things that I've noticed. But like I said, I, I've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, I know it's still there. I can still drag it wherever I need to if that's the card
2: I decide to choose. The other one I have found, and again, this is not anything that detracts from the game itself, is like when I take damage, sometimes uh it lets me swipe the card over to discard and sometimes, no matter how many times I swipe it, <laughs> it won't go to the discard, so then I have to take it up and manually press the discard button yeah, and then it'll go away. But yeah, I'm really liking it. Oh, just... Absolutely love it. I mean, you know, it. I,
1: I loved playing solo anyway. It mm-hmm. was, a, it was a, a Pathfinder Adventure Card game. It was a fun solo game. But now to have a digital version where I don't have to bust everything out yep. Yep. is awesome. <laughs> For the record, both Jordan and I did pay to unlock everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's how much we're enjoying it. So. Yeah.
2: I, I played the tutorial, and I got through the first story, or I started the first story, and I looked at this, and I went... I've just lost this first chapter twice in a row. The amount of grinding I'm going to have to do to unlock everything is going to be a lot less, is a lot, a lot more on my sanity than the $25 is going to be on my pocket. So I just went and I, yeah, it's like, I played the game for an hour and yep, bam. Yeah. Uh, so you got more? Yeah. And then, uh, the only other thing I've been doing, it's not playing. I, I want to play it. I, did the print and play of the Dresden Files. Right. Uh I'll play that with you. Yeah, sure. And I got everything assembled. My wife, when she printed it out for me, she was like, do you want the cheap card stock or the good card stock? And I'm like, the good card <laughs> stock. Because I want a good card game. And I'm like, holy shit, cutting this stuff even with the little... <laughs> zippy thing. No, this should have been the cheap card stock. <laughs> <laughs> but I got that all set up together, and uh, it uh, the mechanics look like they'll flow very easily, whether it's one, two, three, four, or five players. And then, on the painting side, I've been working on my Poison Ivy crew for Batman minis, and I think uh three months ago or so when we last recorded <laughs> I said I was still working on my Assassinorm strike force marines and I'm still working on and by that I mean I actually haven't done anything, but I thought about doing something with my assassination strikeforce uh assassinorm strike force uh chaos space marines.
1: <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's gonna kinda bring us to the end of the episode if uh Nikki, Mike, Chris you guys have anything that you've been uh, playing that you want to share with us, let us know real quick before we wrap up here. Good to be recording again, sir.
2: It is. It's
1: good to see you again.
2: My chair <laughs> is still comfortable.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been lonely. Nobody has sat... Well, I okay, I'm going to take that back. Oh, I was going to say...
2: Don't no, tell we- me you let somebody else sit in my chair. Well, I've been down here a couple times. I thought times. I felt a different butt cheek.
1: I've been down here a couple times. I was on... Uh, uh, Lance's weekly album show not too long ago. And, uh, Sadie kept sitting over there. So there was a couple times during the show where I turned the camera and it's just Sadie. <laughs> Cause she sat there and I think she sat over there a couple times. So Sadie has sat in that chair a couple times.
2: Well, that's acceptable.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, it's good to, good to be back. Hopefully we can continue on and maintain and, uh, we'll uh we'll take it i guess a uh a recording at a time for now uh you're still kind of getting into your schedule
2: well, I just got this nine more nights to get through, and then my training will be done, and I will be on a basically day schedule after that yeah. so and
1: uh my v o work is picking up, so uh got that booth paid for yet, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, not even close. Booth the bo- the booth and I also I've got a ton of classes that I've not played for. I will say that this last seminar I took which was like five Wednesdays um the reason I took it has almost paid for it already. And that just ended like two, three weeks ago or something like that. Um, so the, uh, the techniques and stuff that they were teaching there to how to get some additional funds, uh, is paying off. So that one I'll pay off, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of, I mean, my knees are sore, but <laughs> all right. Well, doesn't look like anybody has anything to share in chat. But uh, we do appreciate Mike, Nikki, and Chris. Thank you guys for coming out and hanging out with us for our comeback. It's always good to see you Uh, And hopefully we'll get to talk to you in two more weeks. So with that, I'm Jeff King. And I'm the Canadian. Thanks for listening. Thank you for checking out a United Geeks Network family member. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other online media with a geek culture slant, head over to unitedgeeksnetwork.com where you will find Indie Conquest, a blog helping indie board game designers succeed, providing useful resources from designing games, utilizing Kickstarter, and finally manufacturing and distributing your games. The United Geeks Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at unitedgeeksnetwork.com. Uh, uh,
0: uh, uh. the podcast do that cause all us geeks, we last at all this geeks.com. That's where we unleash the bomb. Jeff and Jordan from coast to coast, best of the best, the number one host. So put up your cups and toast cause here the end we approach, but come back for more raps, more fun, more laughs, more more that up and down the mat cause we geeked up and thanks for showing love we give up viewers thanks with knowledge in the bank cause y'all are top rank and never should be spanked so thanks for tuning in and giving us a spin cause here we win 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 cause that's how we always been well it's been fun it's been real till next time stay chill stay trill do
2: Welcome to all us geeks. Oh, okay.